not 50 cent quality, but you know, you weren't up to that level as the pitch to big swing and a miss from Huxdorf one and one. We saw you warming up a little bit. It looked like you were getting prepared, but I mean, first pitch, first pitch I don't know, lived up yeah. to our standards, but it, it was it was decent. It, it's been a long time since I threw a baseball competitively, so uh, again, I'm just glad it didn't hit the dirt. I would have never lived that down. Did you play high school ball, or did you play anything like that? I played uh, a couple years of high school ball and then just did, like, travel leagues and throughout through the end of high school. One and two, and check swing, one around, and... That is it, got him. So strikeout for Nathan Florence, that's his fourth. Huxdorf out, oh, for one away. And that brings up Seeger's top of the order, the shortstop for Iowa. You've seen a lot of, you've had a really unique experience with Rutgers. You've seen a lot of the, when you were in the riot squad and you had all the, the really, the tough seasons yeah. with Corey Sanders before and then building up Coach Peichel. What was that like to go from that and you got back to back really three straight years of March Madness as pitch low and outside one and oh. Yeah, one of my, uh, one of the things I would tell people while I was here was buy stock in Rutgers now because the writing was on the wall that eventually things would change and I always had faith in the, te in the teams. Um, Pitch high and outside, count even up at count now, 2-0. But if you look at every program across the school, it seems like everybody is achieving success that they haven't had in years. So it's out of my realm of what I could have imagined when I, while I was a student. Pitch now inside in the zone, 2-1 and one yeah, to what, Seegers. Yeah, what was it like to be a fan when maybe, I mean, now it's not even just basketball, but baseball, yeah. soccer, lax, all yeah. these teams are ranked when they weren't they weren't maybe as good when you went to school here. Pitch is in the, in the zone, outside the zone, just missed. Hitters yeah. can't 3-1 as Seegers with one away. I will up one nothing. It definitely feels uh, like rewarding. Like I wasn't like talking crazy for all those years, but uh, it's awesome to see. Pat Hobbs has done, done an amazing job of uh, turning these programs around. Pitch on the way and strike out, strike number two for Seegers. So full count with one away. And you talk about, of course, the resurgence of Greg Schiano, also yeah. the spring game. I saw you were at the spring game. Marco Battaglia, you guys had a little photo that was on Twitter. But um, how, was, how was that event yesterday? And you saw a little bit of Gavin Wimsat, Vedral a little bit. What did you see out of the football team? Uh, yeah. this one high and out of the and foul? Yeah, it was great to see Marco. He's a good friend of mine at this point. Um, it, it's all, I love going to the spring game. I love being around that environment, just getting to see, like, what we can expect. I thought that the, our, our production on the offensive and defensive line was really encouraging. And I think we have a lot in store this season. We should have pretty high expectations for uh, what we're used to. Full count pitch, payoff pitch. This one clanked over to right. It's going to fall for a base hit. Callahan able to scoop that one up and aboard at first with his, really the game's first hit is Seegers the shortstop and Williams the first baseman is going to come up to bat. So if you talk about you know Rutgers football and did you make it to the Taxler Gator Bowl? Did you, were you there in Florida? I was. I was. I was able to uh, figure out how to get down to Jacksonville on a week's notice and see those guys down there. Did you drive or did you fly? I flew. I I, I have some people, some friends in Jacksonville, so I had a place to stay if I got down there, and I convinced them to come to the game with me. That was a, a pretty unique experience for sure. First pitch from Florence, the at bat to Williams is. Out of the zone, one to zero. He walked his first time up, and yeah, they weren't even supposed to be in that until right. they had the APR, and and the they uh, they got in with that. But 
you know, Greg Shiano doing good things right there. And, and did you, was there like ever a, a drop off at the Riot Squad with people coming to football games, especially late in the year when they're only winning a couple games with Chris Ash at the coach as his pitch is low and outside again, 2-0 and for Williams? Yeah, it seemed like the students that were coming to games in like 2017 and 2018, if they were coming, they were probably headed out by halftime to, you know, get their day, you know, keep going on with their day. But hopefully that'll, that changes this year. I know we had a great great turnouts last year for sure especially in the student section kudos to ryan and the guys from the riot squad for getting that uh keeping that up and running through the through the tough times good stop from shockley the catcher it's gonna be three no three oh count with one away runner at first is seegers you talk about people tj and there's a decent amount of people here now at the at the baseball field at banton field it's not a major facility but do you feel disrespected at all i feel like a ton of people didn't get to see your your pitch i feel like a lot of people showed up after the pitch well, I, I was nervous in the event that I 50-cented it, so I'm almost, like, <laughs> glad that there wasn't, a you know, all of these people here to uh, witness that in person. Well, you didn't 50-cent it completely yeah. or went all the way to the backstop at thought, City. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have swung at that pitch if I was in the box, so I'll call it a strike. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's awesome to see. I, we, we've done a lot of college baseball stuff in the last year at Barstool. Getting, I got to go to Omaha last year to cover the College World Series. Mincy? So, yeah, me, Mincy, and Brandon Walker were out there. So I know that they want to get try and get down here for a game before the season ends for sure. Hopefully we have a, a bunch more games to go. Pitch Brunner goes to second, and that's going to be ball four. So taking his base is Williams. Seekers advances from first to second. So Williams a second straight walk after he walked in the first inning. That's going to bring up Anthony, the designated hitter, the true freshman. Florence has some command issues in the first two innings too. So he's got to, got to find the strike zone here. And a runner. First at second with one away. Iowa still up one nothing. Top of third, kicking it with TJ Hitchings and TJ. You talk another thing we look at with you know Rutgers and all the the new facilities and the new naming and all that. Did, what was your impression with Jersey Mike's Arena? Were you a little upset when they deviated from the rack name to yeah. Jersey Mike's Arena because it, it still is the rack at heart. Right. It's still the we sold shirts to say it's still the rack to me, but I, I understand that that's something that you know comes with. Uh, you know, an expanding basketball program. Like, that's just how it is. There's a, a bunch of sponsors on basketball stadiums around the country. But I think this year we proved that once you get in the building, the atmosphere is, is exactly the same as it was before it was Jersey Mike's. So uh, that's that's really where it, where it all goes down is on the court anyway. 1-0 counts to Anthony. Runners at first and second. Anthony, the three hitters 0-for-1 today. The pitch from Florence. And this one in there for a called strike. Count even up at 1-1 one one with one away, and Rutgers men's basketball, they got a good transfer. They got Cam Spencer, the um, really good sp uh, transfer from uh, from Loyola in yep. Maryland. Good guy who's going to be a really good uh, good three-point threat. Could maybe replace Gio, but how, what do you really make of that nucleus? You know, Gio and Ron, they're both yep. going to be leaving. A lot of young guys with Paul Mulcahy, not just him, but Oscar Pomquist, Jalen Miller, and, and all those guys. Yeah, I, I think it's really going to be an opportunity for somebody like Paul to step up into, like, a true leadership role. Because Gio, since he was, you know, a sophomore, was, you know, the uh, emotional leader of the team. So it's it's been a while since an opening for that sort of role has popped up. But I think Paul will probably step up and um, be that, you know, that, that core guy that, you know, has influence over the younger guys. I'm still confident in their abilities as, as players. It's, it's just going to be about how they mesh with a lot of younger guys stepping up now. Now, are you a Yankees fan or are you a Mets fan? I'm a Yankees fan, yeah. Oof. 
Yeah, tough. Is there like a Frank the Tank in the Yankees? Ball goes high all the way to right field, and he couldn't catch it. it was Callahan. The runner's going to advance from third to second home is Seeger, so a run will score, and then stopping at second with an RBI double is Anthony. So Anthony, who's been slugging pretty well today, gets aboard, and now a 2-0 Iowa lead with one away. Runner's at second and third now, so he gets in. Yeah, good piece of hitting there. The ball just got just over Callahan in right, and then he kind of fumbled it trying to pick it up. So Iowa attacks another run here in the top of the third, leading 2-0 early on. And Mulfleur is going to come up after. Shockley's going to have a little bit of a mound visit with Florence. Now he's going to come back in as well. But and back to Frank the Tank. I mean, <laughs> I thought the season was over after the after the first loss, but it turns out turns out me, me and Jake Frank are both Mets fans. Right. It turns out we got okay. we have the best record record in baseball. Yeah. You know, looking two weeks later. That's that's classic Mets April behavior, right? I mean, it is. It is. Oh, trust me, my expectations <laughs> are still they're, they're, I'm not going to let them right. inflate. May too to much. September, not fun. Right. Not April, fun. April as a Mets fan is usually a good time. It's, it's a great time. Yeah, Yankees fans in the office are pretty down on the team right now, including myself. Ball hit high all the way to right field. Callahan ranging over all the way to foul. And tries to catch in foul territory, but he can't. And uh, he can't get that at all. So it will be foul. So 0-1 just dropped. He almost had the catch there. But is there a Frank the Tank equivalent to Yankees barstool? I would say... As far as people that are down on the team goes, it's probably Tommy Smokes, Tom Scabelli. He seems to be the one that, like, turns on players the fastest. Like, he already wants Joey Gallo cut from the team. He's, like, very down on Garrett Cole right now. I mean, it's hard not to yeah. be. Yeah, he's struggled, well, yeah, Garrett Cole, sticky stuff or not. He's, he's, he's the quickest to overreact for sure. I don't know anyone in probably the, in the country who's Frank the Tank level. Oh, no, negative though. One of a kind. Oh, one. Florence kicks to Mulfler. This one in the dirt. One and one runner still at second and third. Two nothing after Iowa broke it open with a couple with a run in this inning as well as the first. And Rutgers basketball, you guys did that whole show. Was that Olive Branch? You guys had a couple yeah. guys for Barstool coming in. I forget which game that was a couple months ago. It was but the Wisconsin Wisconsin, game. that was the one of the tough losses. They yeah. won, of course, in Wisconsin. This one hit all the way to center, and it's going to drop for a base hit. And scoring for Iowa is going to be Williams. So he's in 3 nothing Iowa lead. Runners now at the corners. 3 nothing Iowa with one away. And Florence struggling mightily. Yeah, see if Brandon Monahan comes out to chat with Florence here. And we, we said this before, but Williams, number 45, was just like Luke Voigt. He's huge. So I'm running down third there. Iowa now up 3-0. He's been on base yep, twice Brandon today Brandon Monahan coming out to yes, chat sir. with Florence. Yeah, with, how, did that, how did that work in logistics set for that OB show for the Wisconsin yeah, game? Yeah, so that's our college basketball podcast, Barstool Benchmob. They've done a, a number of tours around the country this year. Since the, the end of last season, they were at uh, – they were with Alabama, they went to Arkansas, they've been to Iowa a couple times for Luca Garza's uh, Jersey retirement night. And then, you know, they know I have connections here, so they asked me if we could set up a, a Rutgers live show. And I right. said, of course. And they were blown away by the turnout at Olive Branch. That place was bumping for that live show. It was it was awesome. I now, appreciate it. Now, Rutgers has got the great, you know, good bar, good nightlife yeah. scene. You got Reds, you got Old Queens, you got right. Scarlet Pub. I'm just curious, why, why OB? OB's a good spot, too, but why OB? We needed a spot that, like, we could set up, like, a stage. Ah, uh, there you go. Because yeah. uh, they needed, like, mics and that sort of thing. Right. So I gave them Reds, OB, and Scarlet Pub is, like, a large, medium, and small venue. Yeah. And uh, it ended up being at OB, which was awesome because – 
people were eating pizza and blowing pitchers. It was, it was a good time. And OB is time. like one of those, like, they've got like that quaint venue. It's like yeah. that medium size, you know, smaller venue, but you're able to get like, it's like very cozy, very it was like, intimate, yeah, right? very intimate, yeah. Are you a OB, OB commoner, Jake? No, no, I'm not OB commoner. Um, Reds is nice. Like, Reds, you can even get like the DJ booth. You have like yeah. a good setup there that, that you was can do. Not Reds when I was a student here. I think that changed hands right right after I graduated. Yeah, wasn't that um It was Brother Jimmy's barbecue. Yeah, Brother Jimmy's. That sounds pretty good, just by the name. It was good. It wasn't like a bar scene, but yeah. it was alright. Where's the corners then the first pitch to Mulfler, low and outside one and oh, so continuing to miss as Florence has given up in two and a third, three hits on three runs, but one earned with an extra base hit as well. Runners at the corners and the with one out, Florence trailing 2-0, kicks, delivers, and gets it in there for a called strike, one and one, count evened up. Yeah, Florence still having some struggles finding the strike zone, 53 pitches, still in the top of the third here with only one away and only 28 strikes, so definitely some struggles finding the zone. Pitch for, checks over the runner at first is Mulfler, Anthony's at third, followed up with one away, and Tallman, the catcher, is on deck. And have you ever been to any of those road games with Barstool yet for the visiting Rutgers basketball, football, aside from the Gator Bowl, of course? Yeah, I, I, I went to Seton Hall this year. That's the only – and then the last couple of years I, I, before COVID, I was at the Big Ten tournament in Chicago. That's, a, that's all I've been to as far as away games for – basketball goes though. And Seton Hall is going to be more intense rivalry now with yeah. Coach Shaheen Holloway, St. Peter's, the, the magical run of the 15th seed and now right. he's the head coach of uh, St. Pete of uh, Seton Hall now. As Florence kicks delivers, one two count and he gets him looking. Nathan Florence finally gets back in his groove, two outs. Florence, his fifth strikeout of the day, runners at first and third looking to strand those runners. Second no, Second time, Florence pitcher. got caught the looking at a pitch and got rung out. So two of five, two of Florence's five Ks have been on Ford. Tolman's going to come up now. He's 0 for 1. Grounded out last time to short his last time up. Or it's a third, rather. That was that quick play from Santa Maria to Brito. Who knows if Florence is going to go out there for another inning after this. So important for him to get out of this inning with only the two runs given up. Runner still on third. Florence kicks, delivers, and big swing from Tallman, all in one. Did you get the Rutgers resurgence, like you've seen the Big Ten and, and all that, were you at any of like the Big East games like before? I mean, not Big East, like the AAC or the transition before Big Ten, or was that like before? No, so my, you know? my neither of my parents went to like traditional four-year institutions. So my Rutgers fandom starts – as far as in-person events goes, when, uh, when I became a student here in 2016. So, like, I, I've done my uh, my research on, like, the history and whatnot, but I didn't really – I wasn't really as bought in as I try and get people to be now until I was actually here. Mulfour advances to second, so one and one Mulfour at second, Anthony at third. What really got you into the, going to the uh, – to, like, Barstool, but not just Barstool, but with the Riot Squad too? Yeah, so it was, it was basically – Dinged all the way to right field. Callahan trying to range over, but it's going to go foul and now count one and two with two away. It was basically once I got on campus, I like wanted to be as involved as I could be. So I was looking basically to any outlet to uh, get involved with, you know, social media, video media, and, you know, the, the culture of the campus. I, I was pretty uh, 
inspired to just like get it, get as involved as I could to try and make the most out of the experience here. And I'd say it worked out pretty well. Did you intern at Barstool before? So I was doing, um, it was called, uh, we have a program called the Viceroy program, which every, like, base, every major college campus in the country has like a social media page sponsored by uh, Barstool. Ours is Barstool Rockers. Um, so I ran that for two years while I was here and then interned over the summer in the, in the office in New York and then got full-timed at the end of the year. So pitch from Florence, one and two, the payoff pitch. This one ding all the way to right, but it's hooking foul. So runners will go back to second and third, Mulfler and Anthony, respectively. Do people send in videos, or do you have to like go out and film all the videos sometimes, or do you like how do you pick which ones to post? For me, it was a lot of submissions, and then like anytime we, if it was like like the summers were super slow on that sort of thing, like I would go and make an effort to like go to a game and try and get a video, like. We had, we've, I've, I've been to some Rutgers baseball games as a student to try and like get to see if I can't find anything funny that's going on. It was uh, it was kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure type deal. Florence, payoff pitch. This one in the dirt. Nice stop from Shockley. Runners are going to hold that second and third, so two and two. Count even up with two away. I'm trying to see if I can see Nick Samillo in the, in the dugout. I know he's still considered day-to-day, -day, Jake. Rucker starting catcher, one of the best hitters in the Big Ten. Got hurt on that collision on Easter, Easter Sunday, coming home. Second best hitter now in the conference. This one dinged up by Tolman, but hooks foul on the right field line, so he's staying alive. A couple hits have, a couple of those have hooked foul on the right field side. Are you a, a Knicks fan, Nets fan at all, TJ? I uh, I would say NBA is probably one of my, like, I pay less attention to it, but I would be a Knicks fan if, if they were uh, if they were good. If they were good. Yeah, we'll if they were that. good. I mean, That's last like, year they had the, the playoffs there, middle yeah, of the pack. that was exciting. Now not nothing as Tallman swings on the wild pitch, advanced the first, can't advance, and side retired. But a couple runners stranded and two runs in the inning for Iowa. So a pair of hits for the Hawkeyes as well, two hits as well. So we'll keep it here, but Iowa leading Rutgers 3-0 as we head to the Bottom of the third, the 8-9 one-hitters do up for Rutgers, who have been held hitless and scoreless today at Baton Field. Not a very good game from Iowa on both sides. Yeah, Sweeney, Shockley, and Lasko do up. Sweeney had five homers in six days over the course of a week and a half, I felt like, last week. So Sweeney's been hot, but didn't have a big day yesterday. Shockley, as I mentioned, the backup catcher, he's a freshman, the second freshman starting, along with Josh Perota Grauer. Getting playing time now that Samillo's hurt and then Lasco's had his struggles, but Lasco's Lasco's been really reliable. I think I mentioned this, Jake, uh, last week, but Ryan Lasco kind of reminds me of Jeff McNeil. He loves to attack the first pitch, just a very aggressive player, yeah. lots of fire. Lasco's fun to watch. And he's in that leadoff role almost like Brandon Nimmo, but of course Brandon Nimmo does a, a hefty amount of walks and all that. And Lasco, he, he's done his due diligence, but he's 0 for 1 today. He'll be batting in the hole today. Um, in this bottom of the third inning. Going back to the MLB, TJ, what are your thoughts on like Garrett Cole, post-sticky post stuff? I don't know, man. Like Even post-sticky stuff, he did have some some productive starts at the end of last year. He had shut out the Astros. Like I, I, I don't know if it's like the yips or if he's, if he's in his own head because he knows the fans are talking bad about him. But it, it's definitely concerning that that guy is, is pitching as poorly as he is. 
I don't understand it. I mean, he's not the guy you paid for. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. We paid a lot for him, so. I don't know if he needs to grow a beard back and break that rule. I don't know. Jordan Sweeney, the 8-9 hitters, haven't even had their first cracks of the at-bat yet, so he's going to come up now to pop smoke as he gets set into his batter's box on the left side, the right-handed batter's box. And Connor Schultz, two innings pitch, no hits, no runs, couple strikeouts. This one drilled right back, first baseman to Williams, taps the bag, one away, retiring Sweeney. So Shockley, the freshman catcher, is going to be due up the nine hitter. One thing that with um, with Rutgers basketball that, that uh, was interesting, of course, we know the, the big shocking the world with the upset yeah. over Purdue and all that. You actually, you got to sit in the student section for that. You got to see the rowdy crowd, a packed crowd, that court storming, their highest ranked win of, of all time as Schultz pitch and this one in for a called strike, nothing and one. But then you were able to get the, the season tickets and all that. How did that yeah. come about? So uh, a little behind the curtain, Chris Corso from uh, Rutgers Athletics and Rutgers Basketball hit me up about seeing if they could uh, put something together. Sweeney dribbles it, and just like the previous out for Sweeney, retires Shockley, taps the bag, two away. And uh, they put together like a retweet challenge for uh, – they, they, they were calling me a good luck charm at the time because I hadn't been to a loss in the season. Um, and one of our guys on one of our shows, The Yak, ended up calling him on air and convincing him to just go ahead and give us give, give me the tickets no matter what. So Corso was on air. Chris Corso, the yeah. athletic director, of course, he's the media rep for men's basketball, and Schultz pitch gets in there. Nice drop off speed. And able to get there for Lasko 0-1, who's up. He's 0-1 today. Ryan Lasko flied out to Mulfler and right. Schultz. Lasko, base hit to left field. Drops in front of Peterson. And Rutgers' first hit as Lasko in and at first with a, with a two-out single. It's going to bring up Karuta Grauer. Schultz has been dealing all day. Only one walk, two strikeouts. That was his first he has given up. Still less than 30 pitches here in the bottom of the third. So Schultz has been pitching really well, just like we saw Mazur do yesterday. Was Rutgers a lot of barstool content like the past couple of years, like before you got there? Or like how was that like the main barstool and being talked about on podcasts? We had, there was one personality at barstool that had been to Rutgers that was there from like 2017 to 19. So we never overlapped, but his uh, – it, it, it was a lot of, like, that was during the rougher years of uh, Barcelona or Rutgers Athletics, ra rather. So uh, not exactly the same sort of opinion on the school from some of our coworkers. But once I got into the office, I did my best to convince people that, to uh, to give us a chance. And I think we, we've, we've done an all right job on the field since then. So people have started to turn the tides on us. Oh, on to – Baruta Grauer to Schultz, and Schultz's pitch is called strike, nothing and two. With Would you say two it's away. more athletics content when you ran the page because you're a big sports fan? Yeah, I, I was definitely, as I still am, like trying to f cover every sport equally. Obviously, like when football and basketball are on national TV, we have to pay attention to them. Karuta Grauer lops this one to left. Easy fly ball for Peterson. Side retired. Well, not three up, three down. Rutgers got a hit, stranded a runner, and didn't score a run at all. No errors uh, on that side. But 3-0 Iowa lead. We'll take a quick break with bottom of the end of the third inning. Top of the fourth coming up next. The 7-8-9 hitters due up for Iowa. You're listening to Overall solid outing so far for Florence with the 6Ks. First pitch is a little bit inside. Peterson fouls it back. 
to home plate. We're still here with TJ Hitchings. Another inning, just hanging out. Got a little warmer. It's still really nice, but definitely got a little warmer in the last inning. 0-1 on the way to Pearson's. A nice high heater. Pearson swings straight through it, so 0-2 count now. That was something I always used to watch out for when I, I used to work for Our Vision, who does the games for Big Ten Network Plus, is that this, this field can very much turn from needing a jacket to needing sunscreen in the matter of like five minutes. 0-2 on the way to Pearson is another high heater, and he swings right through it. So that's going to be Florence's seventh strikeout on the day. So he he's had his struggles, but up to seven Ks on the day. He's had his moments looking really good there. His fastballs looked really good, and I completely agree with you. I, I also hop out with our vision, TJ, and nice. yesterday I was just doing camera stuff, and I was getting cooked. I, I yeah. actually have some sunscreen in my bag. I was just I was going crazy with it, but you should see my shoulder. My shoulder looks like looks like a crab. Yeah, yeah, not so good. First pitch to Cher is fouled back. Cher struck out in the second inning as well. He had that homer yesterday in the second inning to give Iowa their first run on the day. So 0-1 to Cher is another high fastball. This one's a little bit inside. Cher looks at 1-1 count now. Have you made it out to Yankee Stadium yet, TJ? Do you go out a lot to Yankee games in the Bronx? Not this season yet. I'll probably end up going to a couple games. I want to uh, let the let the weather get a little better before I, I spend some time outside for too long. 1-1 to Sarah's another high fastball that he swings straight through. So Florence has found a lot of success with his fastball here in the top of the fifth. Iowa leading 3-0. One-two count on Sarah now. One-two on the way from Florence to Sarah. It's chopped over the second base bag. Kroto Grauer looks at it, unable to get there in time. So Cher's going to reach on a single. That one wasn't hit too hard, but no chance for either DeGiorgio or Josh Kroto Grauer to get to that one. Just hit perfectly up the middle. Yeah, maybe if Florence yeah, was, in a, was looking at it, maybe he could have ranged over to grab it, but he, was, he wasn't in the right no. position to stop it from getting Pat trickling back to the outer of the infield. This brings up the nine batter, Huxdorf, the center fielder who all three of Iowa's bottom third batters struck out. So Huxdorf struck out in the third inning, looking to reach here. He squares the bunt, fouls this one back, so that's going to be strike one on Huxdorf. And of course, with Seegers coming up, the shortstop, who's one of two today, that's a good such a good scenario for Huxdorf. Were you disappointed, TJ, that Yankees lucked out? No Correa, no Seeger, did not upgrade at short? Because I yeah, know that that was got, one of the I big mean, topics yeah. in the offseason, the we, shortstop. We got Kiner Falefa, who I'm sure will come into form. But, I'm uh, sure. It's not Corey Seager. Second pitch is in the dirt. Shockley finds it. I mean, they walk, They intentionally walked Seager with the bases loaded a couple days ago. So that's certainly not happening to uh, Kiner Falefa for the Yankees. It's been a lot of disgruntled Yankee fans, though. I've been it seeing on Twitter is, and man. everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of people want Cashman gone. I don't know what it'll take for that to happen, though, because they do end up making the playoffs every year, whether they lose in one game or not. And Boone, too, they're calling for him yeah. to be fired last year. Florence throws over to Cher. Brito applies the tag, but Cher gets back easily. So 1-1 one, one count to Huxdorf now. Cher on the base, one stolen base. Not a huge threat, but he's running here, and this one's bounced to Shockley. Cher taking the turn at second, wide turn, but he holds up at second. 
I wonder how they're going to rule that because I think he would have gotten the bag regardless, but definitely a wild pitch there from Florence. So yeah, Shockley sprints up right by our vantage point on the right, by, right behind home plate on the right side, and he had to sprint because it bounced off the backstop, and he had to, the netting in front of us, and he was able to retrieve it with some difficulty after it was a really wild pitch from Nathan. Looks, yeah, it looks like they're just ruling it a stolen base. For sure. So that he picks up his third stolen base on the year. 2-1 count to Huxdorf. Fastball on the outside corner, taken for a strike, so 2-2 to Huxdorf now. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Volpe is a thing, though, too. 20-year-old, yeah. Jersey kid. Yeah, Watchung, he's there. at Somerset now, Bridgewater. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be there eventually. Yeah, I, I think that's why they didn't go after a major shortstop signing, because they, they know that they have depth, but. 2-1 Huxdorf, and Florence gets another strikeout, his eighth strikeout, and we're still here in the top of the four, so. Florence has given up the three runs. Has had some struggles, but 8K is on the day. He's stealing, Jake. Yeah, he is having some very good success there. Very good strikeouts for Florence so far. His season high is nine that he had against UNC Wilmington, so he's just one shy of tying his season high of strikeouts in a game. Top, Back to the top of the order with the shortstop Seegers up to bat. He reached in the third on a single and grounded out in to lead off the game. To third. Florence only has one earned run also of the three. Right. First pitch to Seegers is a little bit outside, taken for a ball. Yeah, DeGiorgio had that error in the first inning, which resulted in the first run, and then the second one being unearned as well. one -oh pitch from Florence to Seegers on the way. High fastball taken for a ball, so 2-0 count to Sears now. And me and Jake were talking about this. Some of the other facilities maybe are, are definitely up to Big Ten standards now, yeah. but you look around and, I mean, these bleachers aren't, aren't amazing, but they're still, still a very good crowd. Oh, yeah, I, I think people are taking notice for sure. Hopefully if we can keep this pace up and, you know, string together some wins, maybe add a date out to the NCAA tournament appearances list out there that uh, – Maybe we can get some some lights on this field and maybe some better bleachers and you know that that all rolls into you know recruiting advantages and that sort of stuff and put a couple years together. So three on the way to Seegers is taken for a strike. Three one count now. Yeah, I'm totally with that. Right now, Rutgers and Maryland are the only two projected Big Ten teams to make the NCAA tournament for baseball, which is which is like it's a little weird, right? They have like yeah. the regionals, the super regionals. It's definitely different from men's basketball tournament, which obviously I'm super familiar with. Right. So 3-1 on the way to Seegers now. Another fastball just barely misses on the outside corner. So Seegers works a walk, and we have first and second number with two out. The first baseman, number 45. With the Iowa's best hitter coming up to bat, Williams, Williams who, I mean, he he does look like Luke Voigt to yeah. me, who is probably my favorite Yankee yeah. as, as a Mets fan. As a Mets fan, you know, I'm not – I'm not like a Yankee hater, but right, right. I'm not just a Yankee fan. So, no, but yeah. but Voight was someone I always like to watch. Him and Urshela, both who are both gone now. Yeah, Urshela, yeah, both exciting gone. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame they can't play night games here without the right. some lights and all that. I mean, of course, haven't been in the tournament since 2007, and you of course you see like the Twitter traffic. Rutgers a big fan community on Twitter, and you yeah. see that with uh, with Todd Frazier. Um, you know what he said is stay home, like come out to a Rutgers baseball game and all right. that. I think it's a it's still a great product, rather even if it's during the daytime. And 
if the team's going to only be getting better, like you're going to want to invest in this program before it's uh, it's too late and all these all these bleachers are filled up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Williams, Iowa's best hitter, leading the team in batting average on base percentage and home runs. He's a really big boy up there. OBP is nearly at 500 too, at 491. So super high on base percentage for the first baseman, Williams. It looks like Brendan Monahan's going to be heading out to talk to Florence. Falls behind Williams 2-0. Another mound visit here. Florence has, I mean, he's looked really good, and then he's looked just unable to find the strike zone, falling behind another batter here, 2-0. But he's sitting with eight strikeouts, 82 pitches on the day, so the pitch count is definitely getting up there. Looks like they're, I mean, they definitely want him to finish the inning. Two outs, two outs in the top of the fourth here, so. Doesn't look like he's coming out of the game, Jake. No, no, it doesn't look like it. I mean, look, he's only one earned run, but four hits in three and two thirds. And he's got the eight strikeouts, just he's one to tie his season high and giving up an extra base hit, no home runs. But his pitch count is at 82, so I'm sure Monahan is just settling him down. And he's got runners at first and second. He gave up the two runs in the third inning before. You know, baseball's all about momentums and good headspace and mental, very mental. Majority of the game is mental, so. Just trying to settle him down easily, especially with a good hitter with Williamson who's reached base twice because of the walk. And, of course, he's scored a couple times. Right. As Jake mentioned, he's walked in both the first and third innings and come around to score in both of those innings. He has two of Iowa's three runs. So 2-0 count to Williams. Definitely a serious batter up to the plate. Not someone you want to walk with the three-hitter Anthony on deck, the star-studded freshman. But he falls behind him 3-0 here with runners on first and second. The shortstop Steger's at first, and Cher, the third baseman, at second. So, looking for the strike zone here. We'll see if Williams has the green light on 3-0. You see some power hitters get the green light, especially in college, and he does, but he swings right through a fastball. I think the ump said it's foul tipped, actually, but regardless, it's a 3-1 count now. Way to just find the strike zone there from Florence. Gave him a fastball, but Williams unable to make contact, put that one in play. Iowa head coach giving him the green light on 3-0. Something I saw Steve Owens do for Nick Samillo when he ended up taking one to the park last weekend against Indiana. This one's hit a high fly ball to left field. Mike Neister coming in on it. Looks like he's under it, and he's able to grab it. So Florence puts himself in a little bit of damage with runners on first and second, but is able to get out of the inning. And looks like we're going to go to another quick break. You're listening to Rutgers Baseball on wrsu.org slash sports. Tune in to Glorna. The Giorgio in the first inning flied out to left, but the Giorgio's had a lot of success on the year. Another Rutgers player with a super high on base percentage, almost up to 500 at 494. So the Giorgio's had a ton of success. One of, been one of the Big Ten's best hitters so far in the whole year. First pitch from Schultz to Giorgio is a little bit low. Looked at for a ball. 1-0 count to Giorgio now. Yeah, I mean, we could definitely talk a little bit more. Rutgers basketball. What do you think you're – realistic expectations are with, with Gio gone, yeah. Ron gone. I mean, we still don't know about Caleb for sure. Right, Jake? Right. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, he's retaining his eligibility. Yeah. It was the pit 2-0 ball low, but he's he's retaining his eligibility, and he's – I mean, he's still going to put his name out there. I mean, that's what kind of what they did last time out, but um, with, like, Gio and Ron and all that, this one strikes a 2-1. But what yeah. do you think about that? I think it'll definitely be something that we figure out pretty early in the season where our expectations should be at if the guys are meshing or not. 
I know last year they got off to a really, 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 really rocky start and ended up figuring it out at the end of the year. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, – Two-one pitch is taken for a strike to Georgia, so 2-2 two -two count now. We'll figure out if, if you know, if, if like, Jim Jones is coming back, and that, that'll certainly play a big help on the three-point line. If Paul's going to be the leader that we need him to be, which I think he will be. Yeah. Um, I, I think we'll see that in, in the pretty early slate. 2-2, two -two, all-speed pitch. Giorgio chops at it to the first baseman. Williams tags on the bag easily. So, Giorgio, the three-hitter, retired and one away here in the top of the fourth. Yeah, I mean, Paul had really good games last year. I think yeah. the Northwestern game, like, where you show that he could take over games and be the star, but... Yeah, he had a career high, almost 30 points in that game. I was there in Evanston for that. That was that was uh, tough, because they were down by almost over 15 points, and then they lost in overtime. And It was over 15. I thought, I I thought at the end of that 20. game, I, I was telling Gideon Fox, who was with me, our new sports director, I was telling him, like, Gideon, that, that like, I don't think they're going to make the tournament, and then they made the final first, the first four, and then yeah. how about that game? That was just... Crazy with Notre Dame real, going bad toe for toe, and they had like seven, eight thousand chances to win it, and they couldn't win it. Cleanup hitter Brito up to bat now. Schultz starts him off with a high pitch that's taken for a ball, and then off speed pitch taken for a strike. So one one count on Chris Brito now. Yeah, that Notre Dame game was was crazy, and then to go to eight thirty class the next day was even better. Oh no! Oh, it was very rough. Very yeah, they, rough. They dropped a metric of like excitement factor, is what they called it of all the games in the tournament, and that was like the highest oh, yeah. of excitement out of any of the games played. There was no like major buzzer beaters. There's only a couple overtime games. That was the only double OT. One two count to Brito. His pitch is taken low for a ball. Good yeah. idea from Chris Brito taken for a ball. And essentially like a play-in game too that it was. Yeah. But you were, at the, you were at the final four, right? You made it out to the final four? Mm, or did you no. make it out to uh, I was. Uh, did you make it out to the game, uh, to the Notre Dame game? No, not this year. I was I I had like tickets in cart to go to San Diego had they won that, but uh, didn't work out. And then Notre Dame, of course, uh, upsetting Alabama in, this, yeah. in the first round. Payoff pitch to Brito, good off-speed pitch there from Schultz retires him, gets his third strikeout on the day. And just like that, Rutgers' first two batters here in the bottom of the fourth are retired, bringing up Callahan from local Franklin Park, New Jersey, very close to here. Went to Franklin High School just like Josh Crota Grower. Another local kid Steve Owens tapping into. A lot of Rutgers kids on this on this team, but also a lot of transfers. Some of their best players have been transfers. Nick Samillo transferring in from Manhattan. Jared Kowar transferring in. So Nathan Florence transferring in. Yeah, out of Hartford, yeah. First pitch to Callahan's another off-speed pitch. Schultz's off-speed pitches have looked really good. Lots of movement from the Iowa starter. Iowa's pitching has been has been great this whole whole weekend so far. So 1-0 to Callahan now is a fastball that he fouls off to the left side. It's going to be out of play. Callahan struck out looking in the second inning. He had that triple down the right field line yesterday. He legged out for a triple. 1-1 count here. High fastball from Schultz to Callahan is looked at for a ball. So 2-1 count now. Did you ever, like, all the, they have the cutouts for all the student section, all the basketball players, you yeah. guys got all the chance and stuff that. Did you, like, help out starting a little bit of that stuff and the, the rowdy culture of the the, uh, the trapezoid of terror and all that? Yeah, I was definitely, I did what I could to get into the front of the student section as, as often as possible just to, to keep the energy up. I, I, I worked more so uh, alongside the riot squad and getting fans involved. You know, tr if, he, if they needed a graphic posted or something blasted out to social, I'm always interested in helping that out because I know how much that helps 
the guys on the court, especially in the rack. And you've created that breaks. culture too with the, like the yeah. like the relationship between the players and then the student, the riot squad. Because you see, like they always, you know, not they just yeah, come you see out the game. Tweet about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Discord now too. Yeah, right. the the Rutgers fan club that Geo Baker started. I mean, Geo's been huge for just Rutgers athletics in general too. Yeah, I can't say enough about what that guy's done here on the court and off the court. It seems like he's really committed, even if you know the the, the NBA side of things doesn't work out the way he wants it to, to uh, create and keep building that culture here. Two two on the way from Schultz to Callahan is another off-speed pitch in the dirt that he swings at. So drop third strike, he's run into first, but thrown out easily from the catcher Tallman. And that's going to wrap up the fourth inning. I think that's going to wrap up our time with TJ. Thank you for coming on, TJ. Appreciate we appreciate it, it. Lots of fun, man. For sure. Uh, you guys are doing a great job, and hopefully the baseball team can keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, for sure. If Mincy or whoever else is, yeah. is here for another time, we would love to have you back I'll on for and, another I'll, inning. I'll try and get them down here for sure.